Pastor Wade has something that he wants to tell you that he hasn't said. Oh, that's true. It is hard to come to a place like this tonight and not tell you how much I love my guys. The fact that we can come knowing that there's not going to be electricity. This is just a blessing from the Lord, but it doesn't surpass the blessing of having you guys come in almost unanimous fashion for our church tonight. Uh, it's these kind of things that you can actually see what the Lord's doing in your life. You can actually just see it. You can actually lay it on the line. It would have been a completely appropriate to say, hey, the roads are bad enough and the weather's bad enough and we just, we're just we going to go ahead and, 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 and call it and, and just come back later on. Oh, yeah. no. 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 Look around you. Also part of our walls. These are axioms that have defined who we are over the course of decades. I look at you, and you are these axioms. You are men and women who want to win. You are men and women who want holiness or die trying. You are men and women who are few in number, but one in purpose. And I know that you are men and women who will perform out there what you practice in here. Look, Pastor said it right. We were ready to do this thing without power, to even do it without running water. Or 150 people and a third of those little kids without running water. I had four five-gallon buckets filled with water. We were ready. We were going to get the job done. I don't know how we'd figure out at the end, but we were going to make it. I can't tell you how proud I am to be part of this church. Amen. 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 It's an honor. I look out and I see men and women who will lay down their life for the gospel. I see families that will walk in shalom during prosperous times because you're walking walking in shalom during difficult times. That's a good word. You've proven your merit, and you will continue to prove and increase your merit. You're ready to hear the words tonight. Amen. Look, man, I could have just showed up to be worshiping with you guys in a dark sanctuary and filled with the fire of God, but we got something for you. Amen. Amen. Well, good evening, LCM. Good evening. Today is one of the best days of my life. <laughs> And it is February 17th, 2021. It's good to be in a time that is filled with his distinction in these dark days. His distinction is all that we need, and it's all that we're going to live with. Talking about dark days, uh, this has been some dark, anybody had some dark days last year? (laughs) Get all about that. I love the uh, the sermon illustration that God used for us tonight. When his people gather together, there's always light in Goshen. <laughs> I love my church because you are not lacking in the fire of God being at work in your life. And the Lord is going to meet with us tonight. We're going to share some, some of our heart with you tonight. 
and let the Lord actually just move us and actually get us closer together and closer with Him tonight. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Look, we came prepared to begin to get in the Word by saying, first turn on your flashlight, and then turn to Psalm 36, verse 7. In this case, just turn to Psalm 36, verse 7. Amen. Say distinction whenever you get this. Distinction. 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 Psalm 36, 7 through 9. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. Men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life in your life. Oh, yeah. We see life. Yeah. Look, this psalm begins in verse 7 with how priceless is your unfailing love. Well before the electricity turned on during worship, all of us were experiencing God's unfailing love. Yeah. Testimony after testimony of God's simple provision to have water, to have food, a way to go to the grocery store and not spend hours searching for just items and crumbs on the shelf. But his covenant loyalty is with us at all times. Yeah. And there's no price that can purchase it. Yeah. It is unfailing. Men, or as the NIV 2011 says, people. Say men. Men. Men take refuge in the shadow of his wings. But I want you to show, show you something in this passage that gives even more light to this understanding. Not only in that refuge do you have feasting on the abundance of your house. I mean greater than the all-you-can-eat dinner buffet at my Koto. Feasting on the abundance of his house. Giving them drink of your river of delights and the fountain of life. Let's connect the clear understanding that even in the shadow of his wings, there is no darkness at all. Even in the shadow of his wings, there is his light that becomes our light. And let me say this in a different way that connects what we preached last Wednesday or Sunday. In your light, we see light, or is otherwise known, in your distinction, mighty God. Oh, yeah. We see our distinction. Because yeah. now the two have become one, and there is nothing that is withheld from what we need for life and godliness. Yeah. Amen. This brings us to the topic of our sermon for the title tonight is Dialing in Dependency. Come on, Somebody come on. say dependency. 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 See, the difficulties that you are under are actually showing. They're, they're illustrating for you your current level of dependency upon the Lord. Yeah. Has anybody ever felt like you just need the Lord more and more? Yes. Yeah, that's a great place to be. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 45. We're going to look at verses 9 through 11. Genesis 45 Verses 9 through 11 and say dependency when you get there. Dependency. It says this. Now hurry back to my father and say to him, This is what your son Joseph said. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me and don't delay. Somebody say, Don't delay. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen, 
and be near me. You, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all you have, I will provide for you there. Somebody say there. There. Because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. Wow. What a beautiful picture here of what we're doing tonight. This is Joseph saying to his father, come be close to me. Come be near to me. Why don't you and everybody that you have in your household, which is kind of funny to think about Joseph speaking to his, sending a message to his father and saying, you, your children, your livestock, your grandchildren, he's one of those. He's actually identifying himself and seeing it in this and saying, I want you close to me. Don't delay from coming close to me. Man, don't you love the fact that our God is saying that to us tonight? Do not delay yes. in coming closer to me. Yeah. But I'm as close as I know how. Yes, get closer to me. Yeah. Do not delay in that. What a fantastic time we're in. Yeah. I love it right now. Yeah. I love it because we actually get to be closer to the Lord. We actually say, I, I love the fact that you guys here in this church are saying, Hey, Pastor. If anybody needs something, my, my, my house still has lights on. Let, tell them to come over and warm up. Tell them to come over and, and take a shower. I love that about my church. You're looking for ways to be ever more dependent upon the Lord. You're not just worried about you and yours. You're actually looking to be a blessing to other people. My goodness. And what is the Lord doing? He's showing us that He is with us evermore. Yeah. He's showing us that there are things that only He can do, and as we draw close, and do not delay. Don't let there be anything in your heart today, church, that causes you to let delay from getting even closer to Him. Amen. From being absolutely, utterly, incapable in and of yourselves, but capable because you're becoming more and more dependent upon Him. Everybody around you, Everybody in the world around you is trying to figure out how they can become more capable and less dependent. By the way, you realize that our, that our power outages is because we were trying to become less dependent on coal and oil-based energy, and we went to windmills and wind turbines that froze over, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to get less dependent on things. You're trying to in and of your own self is our literal society around us. But when we get back to this passage, don't, Joseph is saying, come be near me, Dad. Come be close to me. And he says, I will provide for you there. Yeah. Amen. Somebody say there. There. God is going to provide for you there. Amen. Well, where's there? There is the place of dependency. Yeah. Yeah. You can keep trying to do it on your own, but he's saying, no, 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 I will provide for you there. When you become absolutely dependent upon me, when you worry about drawing close to me and you're not delaying, there is where I will help you. There is where I'll provide for you. In that place of dependency, you'll know more about me and my goodness than you ever thought possible. He didn't have to turn on the lights for us tonight. Uh, Pastor, I think that was the power grid. Yeah, you go ahead and think that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to laugh just absolutely at you right to your face. <laughs> it's there that God meets you. It's there in a place of dependency. It is there as you're drawing close to Him 
that he will continue to reveal himself as the God who is more than enough. Amen. Amen. Man, I love this group of people. Man, I love my church because this is becoming real to us. And we are thankful for the ridiculous weather. Yeah. 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 Come on. I am so thankful for this nasty weather. Because I get to see you and you get to see me being dependent upon the Lord like never before. I'm going to say it out loud. It's easy. This is easy. Lights out. No water. It's cold. Okay, what else you got? It's actually just allowing us to be more dependent on Him and draw closer. Oh, yeah. Have you guys benefited from being more dependent on the Lord? Yes. Have you benefited from being more dependent on each other? Yes. I mean, we took it to a whole new level the past three days. Not only do we have a normative stance of households combining together, living under the same roof, but now, man, we're passing food from one house to another, toilet paper being exchanged, buckets of water from my pool, being boiled on your stove. Talk about dependency, man. <laughs> what God is driving inside of us right now, magnifying what we are living, is that our dependency on the Lord is how God chooses to display his distinction through us to the world. Amen. Think of the conversations that you've had while standing in line. Think of the neighbors that you've interacted with that you may have never seen for the past two or three years. Not since Harvey. You probably didn't see them because they left. <laughs> but just being able to walk down the street, Assad, noticing a, an ice fountain shooting from the side of someone's house because a line had ruptured. And going to have a conversation with that neighbor and starting a relationship to share God's distinction inside of you. Amen. What makes this man, what makes this family, this person so different than all the other people I know? And this is a time that is displayed. Amen. Let's all go to Psalm 143 in verse 8. You know what? I love being able to preach without a microphone. Dependent on God to carry my voice. And it sounds like I can shout to the top of my lungs and it's okay. I like it. Let the morning rock. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. Do you hear the dependency in that declaration? Yes. For to you, I entrust my life. What have our mornings looked like here recently? Well, things have changed dramatically. Instead of heading downstairs to push the button on my coffee machine, I am racing to get to the garage and get any semblance of something to burn to put in my fireplace so that I can be warm enough to go and fill the carafe and then pours into a pot that lights up and we do a pour over inside of our coffee maker. Yeah, yeah, somebody else just figured that out. You're like, oh yeah, yeah that's what 
You know that really snooty way of making coffee? That's actually OG. But what I mean is, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. Aside of every modern convenience, every difficulty of just getting your day going. Oh, we're learning a dependency on God's unfailing love that comes from His Word. Amen. Lord, how are you going to provide tonight or today? I just know that you are. Yeah. And here's the statement of dependency. Because of who you are and my trust in you, I know that I can look to you and say, just show me. Yeah. Show me the way. What am I supposed to do today? Yeah. Look, sitting around and we're huddled around a fire in my living room. We have babies everywhere. It's like I'm, I'm on... Grandpa on exponential level. <laughs> I love it. I kind of want this to keep going, but we'll see how things work out. I'm able to get up in the morning and walk down and see smiling faces, the joy of the Lord and the people staying in my household as well as those in my own household. And I'm asking the Lord every morning, today, in the past, and in the future, Lord, show me. Show me the way I should go. Show me exactly what I must do. Because it's not just my conveniences that I entrust to you. I entrust my entire life. Amen. Amen. That was the day that I was born again. That was before COVID began. Before our electricity went out. It'll be that way for the rest of my life. And I know I'm surrounded by other men and women who have that exact same attitude. Come on. They depend on the living God because... His life is your life. Yeah. And there's none outside of that. Yeah. What if we took this opportunity, now that uh, we've been kickstarted in the absolute dependency category, what if we just didn't go back to it once the power came back on in your house? Come on. Yeah. What if you didn't just go back to it the day that the roads are clear enough and the stores are back to normal? What if we said, Lord, we actually think that this is one of the best blessings that you give yes. us. Yes. So we see what it's like. Lord, what do you want me to do today? All the things that I thought that I was going to do today are now taken off my table. Huh, maybe I should ask him what he wants me to do. What if that's not a bad thing at all, but the way that God wants us to live every day in absolute, utter dependence upon him? Well, pastor, we got to go to work. Okay, you keep thinking that way. Lord, what do you want me to do today? Which, which, what should I do? What are you telling me? I want to show, I want you to show me the way that I should go. Because I entrust my life to you. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 64. Isaiah 64 and verse 4. Say dependency when you get there. Dependency. Dependency. Now you got to be careful. This, this is one of those things that as a pastor, you're like, we are telling you the right word. I know it. Yeah. But you got to be careful when you actually have to start depending on the Lord the way that I'm talking about. Yeah. You might need him for everything in so much more of a way than you ever thought possible. I am depending on the Lord right now in this moment like never before. <laughs> It's an amazing thing for us to be able to be dependent upon the Lord and love it. Yeah. And be filled with joy as we're dependent upon yes. the Lord. Yes. 
Isaiah 64, 4 says this. Since ancient times, no one has heard. No ear has received. No eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for Him. Amen. Do you know why we're, I'm often not dependent? Because I'm just too impatient. Wouldn't it be faster and more efficient if I just went and did what I already thought He wanted me to do? No matter how much faster, it's not better. You should be hearing here in Isaiah 64, the beginning of the chapter, oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. It should be reminding you of Isaiah 43, verses 10 and 11. This very phrasing should remind you of 1 Corinthians 2, 9. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has it entered into the, the heart of man what the Lord will do, but He has revealed it to us by His Spirit. Yeah. Don't just stop at 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Just keep going. See, this idea that from ancient times, in Isaiah's day and around 700, what were the ancient times? Back to Joseph. Come on. Back, back to the storehouse that Joseph was. Back to going to Goshen. What do you think the ancient times were? Since ancient times, no one has heard. You hadn't heard of anything better than what we got here. I promise you, you haven't heard. Oh, that's good. You, your ear hasn't perceived. Your eye hasn't seen. A God like ours who acts on behalf of those who wait on Him. Those who are dependent upon Him. Yeah. Those who don't want to move until He is telling you what you must do in a daily, hourly, minute kind of way where He is able... Been a little bit different lately, huh? Been waiting on some things that you don't normally wait on. You're just waiting. Just waiting. Man, what a good place for us to be in where we get away from our common culture and we go to the culture of the kingdom that says, I'm going to wait on him no matter what. Amen. Dependency is your first step. It's your main step. Let's be honest with each other. It's your only step. Yeah. Decisions that are based on dependency on the Lord and nothing else is what we are shooting for. Well, that's easy to say though, isn't it? Yeah. A time like this, it shows us that we actually can do these things. It's the difficult times that determine your level of dependency. Come on. Your easy times, you're not nearly as dependent as you think you are. It's the difficult times. Somebody say, it's the difficult times. It's the difficult times. The difficult times are demonstrating what your level of dependency is. It's not creating it. It's just showing you what you're already at, where you're already at. Without power, without water, without... Yeah, it doesn't... We're fine. We're totally fine. Because we're dependent upon the Lord and not on anything else. Amen. Amen. Turn to Acts chapter 3. Say dependency when you get there. Dependency. We're going to take up with verse 2. Dependency. 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 So look, when you file your taxes this year, Says how many dependents? Just say yes. <laughs> I'm dependent on the Lord. <laughs> Acts 3 verse 2. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. Where he put 
every day, or he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. That's something common in our everyday travels throughout Houston, right? Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Before we progress further in this verse, don't think of this as just a first century apostle with another first century apostle walking in Jerusalem. Think of you. Think of your everyday life. Think of the past couple of days when you're walking past those who are dependent on the charity of others. Or maybe just in a place where they're equally as dependent on getting something from the store as you are. Many of you guys have stood almost two hours in line at Home Depot hoping to find that one part that will fix your plumbing and get water restored back to your house. It's in those moments that we are looking for those that are hungry for God. Those that notice and see their dependency on something greater than just the natural. They need something supernatural. Amen. That's why you're there. You're not there for a plumbing part. You're there to represent God and take the opportunity for it. You look straight at that dependency in the other person because you have something inside of you that they need. Then Peter said, look at us. I thought the guy was crying out to them in the first place. No, I want your undivided attention. Yeah. I'm not just a typical passerby. I have something that you can't find anywhere else. There was a confidence that Peter and John had of what they possessed and what they could give. Verse 5. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. What are you looking at in the eyes and the faces of others as you stand in line, as you talk to neighbors? You're looking for that hunger, that dependency, expecting to get something from you. And you got to be prepared for it. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Just walk. You hear the confidence that Peter has in who he is and who God is. Where did Peter get that confidence from? Because not long before this, he was denying Jesus three times. Oh, but he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He was restored and put back on his feet. He was a man who began to stand up and walk in his calling because it was all founded upon the dependency that he had on God. Amen. That humbling that had happened during that time of denying Jesus led him to a state of accepting power from heaven that he couldn't generate himself. And it carried him. It fed him. It fed other people. It provided supernatural means for other people to walk as he did. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. Come on. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Oh, what that moment must have looked like. Peter confidently commands him to walk, pulls him up, and the dude springboards into the air. 
like our singles do at a One Association conference. <laughs> Jumping as high as they can to celebrate God's goodness at work inside of them. But look at the residual effect that Peter's dependency now supernaturally empowering this crippled man's dependency. Then he, the man that leaped to his feet and began to walk, went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Amen. What is the world waiting for? Waiting for you to be on the scene, giving your dependency on God to their hunger for God. When you are there and you're ready, God's power is ready as well. I'm telling you, church, don't let these days, don't let these times pass you by. Yeah, yeah. These are prime times yeah. to experience exactly what Peter did here. I was in Kroger, and I'm just walking around with Elijah. I'm like a granddad. He's saying, hey, Pastor Matt, can you give me that? I go, yeah, yeah, I'll get you that. <laughs> Twinkies? Yeah. Little Debbie snacks? All the time. That'd be good. My kids are probably boiling inside right now. Yeah, I know. Amy's like, we're prone to diabetes, baby. It's okay. So we're walking around. And can I tell you, we are like a, a flame that moths are drawn to. Come on. I just turned a corner. I'm looking for some, some some bags of oranges, and this Kroger worker's there. I don't even listen to conversation. He just starts talking to me. I, I start smiling, like, okay, I guess I'm not here for groceries. <laughs> and I begin to see into his eyes. He's worried. He's full of fear. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He doesn't have the hope that I have. He doesn't have the dependency on God that I have. That's a Kairos moment. It is a singular moment of change for this man. And there with Elijah and the Twinkies and the little Debbie snacks, I begin to minister to this man. Share with him the hope that I have that supersedes the natural comforts that are being provided. Don't miss the moments that God is putting in front of you today. And like Pastor was saying, when everything's restored and brought back to some level of normalcy, that's an even more important time to be aware of these moments. Yeah. Amen. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Dependency. 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 Ah, there you go, Diane. There you go. Twinkie secret is out. You can go ahead and say you're there. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Let's look at verses 9 and 10. And let's put a filter on it tonight together. As we're reading this word, you're thinking about it maybe for the first time that you ever have in light of dependency upon the Lord. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. God's power is made perfect, let's be more specific, in your weakness, in my weakness, in our dependency is when we actually get to see his power be made manifest in us in a new kind of way. You want to know the secret to having God's power at work in you constantly? Stay weak, my friend. Stay dependent, my friends. 
Because when you stay dependent, you put yourself in a place where God can continually display His power. Not just you talking about His power, but Him displaying His power. Don't you delay. Draw near. Because it's there that He's going to speak to you. There He's going to provide for you. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness. Man, doesn't that take maturity to be able to do that? Sure. And I don't mean in some weird way where you're actually glorying and delighting in the bad thing that you're talking about. (laughs) The weakness that you're displaying. We're saying I'm glorying in the fact that I need to be dependent and that I will share with every one of you all the time. I'm going to glory in the fact that I need Him so desperately, no matter how many times I've done this, I need Him to help me do it again. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ I'm sorry, about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest upon me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses. I delight when my house is freezing. I delight when we don't have enough. I I delight, you know why? Because it makes me be dependent, and I might not have done it otherwise. I may have gone to my own strength, my own resources, my own ability, instead of just running to Him in the first place, which is the whole point. We cannot wait till it's the last option before we go to dependency. That's good. That's a good word. Think about the woman who had the issue of blood. She had tried other ways, and Jesus was on the scene, and she came to Him. I love that Jesus healed her. I'm going to say that I want better for us here in this room. Amen. I don't want you to wait till after you've tried 17 other ways, exhausted yourself, yeah. and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be dependent. Yeah. <laughs> what if we were a group of people who on the first chance, even if we thought we really, really had it, we just said, what do you want me to do? I don't know what I should do. I'm putting my eyes on you. I'm going to be dependent on you even though I think I got this one. What does that look like in a church filled with people who say, it is my great delight to go towards dependency first. I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. Because when I'm weak, that's really when I've become strong. Amen. Because His strength is now at work in me, and my strength, no matter how much I think it is, it is finite, but His is not. Romans 9 tells us it does not, therefore, depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. Wow. Hey, you guys, you, you are a precious group of people. God is constantly at work in our midst. He is. Can anybody say amen to that? Amen. He's really, really good to us. What if we took this opportunity to become ever more dependent on the one who's never done anything but be good to us? Amen. And made it not in our emergency category, not in your go bag that's tucked away in your trunk to make sure that you have what you need, but what if it was our go-to? What if it was our very first thing that we did constantly, just said, Lord, 
What do you want me to do about this? What do you want me to do about this, Lord? How should I lead? How should I raise my kids? If you haven't been noticing, in our first hundred days of the year, what has the Lord been speaking to us? It's almost like He's been getting us ready for these kind of days and all the kind of days that are after this that will be more difficult. He's been talking to us about storing up your gratefulness. Come on, man. So that you are not only having to go to the storehouse, but you become the storehouse. He's talking to us about dialing in our discernment over and over. About dialing in our partnership. About dialing in empowered deeds. About dialing in distinction. And now about dialing in dependency. My goodness. He is walking us through like, like with a little child. I see Yoshev right there in the front. Taking him by the hand and walking with him. Making sure that he gets in the right direction. That's what God is doing to me. That's what he's doing for you. If we just continue to maximize our marriages, to perfect our parenting. These are not just monikers that we're saying to you. This is the God who is showing us how to be dependent upon him in every area of our lives. He is teaching us some of the same information and putting it on better footing. Yeah. What? Who is like unto our God? There's no one that's conceived of a God like ours. No ear has perceived, no eye has seen it. A God like ours who will help those who wait for Him. Amen. My goodness. Somebody say amen. Amen. No, Pastor mentioned maximizing our marriages. That God has set us on a course to shore up the foundations from which ministry flows from. Well, it has increased and maximized my dependency on the Lord. But also I can stand here and say, baby, I'm more dependent on you now more than ever. Cassidy? Amen. Oh, yeah. That God is increasing our availability to see the value in the ones that God has put in our lives. Amen. I need you, baby. I need you. That's right. <laughs> We're in the sermon early. <laughs> well, let's go to Revelation chapter 17. <laughs> They will wage war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will triumph over them, because He is the Lord of Lords. Where's that put you? Like Him. And He is the King of Kings. That makes you a king along with Him. And with Him will be His call, chosen, and faithful followers. Some of the practicality with that faithful declaration is it's being part of a church that looks like Acts chapter 2 verse 42 and how it progresses. That's our aim as LCM. And how does it begin? That dependency that is initiated by being devoted to the apostles' teachings. Grounding and governed by God's word sets the priorities of how everything else builds upon it. Hallelujah. Oh, we are building a foundation of solid teaching 
because it produces a life that builds the kingdom and it's unshakable. Amen. That apostle's teaching is then added to with fellowship, breaking bread to prayer. Everyone being filled with awe of the many wonders and signs performed by the leadership. But it doesn't stop there. Where does this dependency grow to? That we can look at right here, right now in our day and time. All the believers, say all. All. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Yes. Yes. They were in complete unity, ichad. And there was nothing lacking between households. What are we doing here at LCM? We're replicating the book of Acts. Hallelujah. And I can say with confidence as a pastor that it is here, practical, living in our midst. Do y'all see this as a reality today more than any day? Amen. Where we're only going to continue to build more on top of these principles. Amen. When you're in a state of dependency, you realize that you don't even have to be the one that has everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to have everything because between us, when we learn how to be dependent upon the Lord, that is the Acts 2 model. Yeah. Yeah. Between us, we all have what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And because we are constantly in that dependency mode, then we're able to share it because it wasn't ours to start with. Amen. We can glory in what we don't have and those weaknesses. Why? Because he's just going to meet our need again. Yeah. We can see his power be made perfect. Yeah. Let's turn to our final scripture of the evening. Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15. And we're going to look at verse 13. Pastor read Revelation 17, 14 and talked about... With him, this King of kings and Lord of lords will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Yeah. Faithful to what? Faithful to the King of kings. Yeah. Faithful to being absolutely dependent upon him for everything. Trusting that there's no good thing that we have without him. Romans 15 and verse 13 says this. May the God of hope, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace, yeah. right order with God and with man, yeah. as you trust in Him. Amen. This is what your pastors are, and your elders are praying for you tonight. May the God of hope fill you with all joy. Somebody say all joy. All joy. And all peace. Say all peace. All peace. As you trust in Him. As you are dependent upon Him for everything. So that you may overflow with hope. Yes. That that same God of hope, as you're trusting in this God of hope, what happens is you become just like him. Yeah. He's the God of hope who's filling you with joy and peace, and now you're overflowing with hope. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on. Come on, stand with us tonight. This is a good time for us, church. Yes. Okay, you got distracted standing up. I got it. Okay. All right. We're, we're shuffling. Hey, this is a glorious time. Oh, yeah! Y'all know better than that. Yeah. 
as you draw close to the Lord, let your dependency only increase today. Amen. Let your dependency only increase tomorrow. Amen. Let your dependency only increase because God is trying to dial us in to say, this is what I wanted the whole time. This is what the difficulties you're trying to show you is that you can do this. You're not in control nearly as much as of your own life as, as we think we are. And days like this just help us remind that. Remind us of that. And I'm so very grateful. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Power, water out for a couple of days. I'm reminded that I control zip. <laughs> it's always true. I just have to be reminded of it. <laughs> Maybe you're like us and you had to be reminded of it today too. God is doing something in our midst. He's doing something in your families. He's doing something in your hearts. This is a time for us to press in to the dependency. Amen? Amen. So here's what we're going to do, church. In light of Romans 15 that you just read, we're going to lift up a praise to our King. We're going to be filled with hope as we trust in Him seeing that He is our only source of dependency, making decisions solely based on that dependency. And we want to overflow with praise and thanksgiving to our God. Begin to lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. We're going to enter into His presence. Let our dependency rise and grow and celebrate who our God is. Lord, I don't know. We think we're going to be all that we need in all submission. But you give us your spirit, you give us your word, and you give us life that sustains us. We put our trust in you, mighty God. We declare to have the rest that you are God above all gods. And fill us with your joy and
On your right, on your left, you have men and women who were laid down their lives for the King of Kings and for you. This church is a treasure. You can't buy this. And it's the extension of God's unfailing love. You want to know what it's like to take refuge in the shadow of his wings? So that his light is your light? This is what it looks like. Amen. Be proud of who you are and who this church is. Seek opportunities to overflow with this hope, joy, and trust that you have. Now let's go perform out there what we practice it. Amen. Amen. Pastor Wade, will you pray to close that? Mighty God, we love you. We thank you for your goodness We thank you that you are Lord. Lord, 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 we thank you for the men and the women that are next to us. We thank you for friends. We thank you for Lord, generations that are here that will accomplish your purposes on this earth. Lord, be glorified with each and every person. Lord, we honor you. Lord, and we are drawing ever closer to you. Be more dependent upon you each and every day. Lord, we love you and thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.